0: Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Charlotte Lester was a self-proclaimed free spirit who loved making other people happy. She enjoyed the coastal lifestyle, and she really enjoyed being near the water. Her pride and joy, however, were her three children whom she adored. Charlotte also loved her pet poodle, Chloe, often taking her everywhere that she went. They went to local parks and fed the ducks almost every day. Everyone who knew Charlotte loved her. Her personality was said to be bubbly and magnetic. In May of 2022, Charlotte was living in Warwick, Rhode Island, and had recently ended a relationship that she had been in with a married man. He would continue to help support her, however, and they remained friends. She also began somewhat seeing a man by the name of Mark Perkins, a relationship that may have been somewhat troubled from the start. On May 19th, 2022, Charlotte's poodle, Chloe, was found abandoned in Belmont Park. And it was then realized that Charlotte hadn't actually been seen or heard from since May 16th. And since all attempts to reach her were unsuccessful, she was officially reported as missing. It was actually her ex, the married man, that called Warwick Police Department to report her missing. Charlotte hasn't been seen or heard from since. Where is Charlotte Lester? And welcome back to the Where Are They podcast and another unsolved missing person story. This story is taking us to the state of Rhode Island and looking at the case of a missing woman, a missing mom that has baffled many people, especially because Charlotte was a person who everyone loved and was said to have not had any enemies. She was happy in her life and things were going well for her. How could she just up and vanish? A quick reminder that all of our contact information can be found in the show notes, including my email, and you can always reach out via the website as well, wherearetheypodcast.com. If you're looking for past episodes, you can find those there as well. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so in many ways. By listening to these shows and subscribing, which is absolutely free. And if you're interested in supporting us further, you can join us over on Patreon. The link is in the notes as well. There are some cases coming up that have scheduled court trials, and I will be watching those, either covering them here on the podcast, over on YouTube, or at the very least posting those updates on social media. If there's any that you'd like to see more detailed coverage of, please let me know. We're looking at the trials coming up related to the cases of Tiffany Foster, Harmony Montgomery, Oakley Carlson, Dylan Rounds, and Dee Warner. Now let's jump into the story of Charlotte Lester. This is a story that could possibly be just waiting for that one tip to come in that could break it wide open. Charlotte Lester was born June 28, 1977 and grew up in Massachusetts. She attended Ms. Hall's Academy in Pittsfield, Massachusetts for her high school years. Ms. Hall's Academy is a boarding school for girls for the grades 9 through 12. The school has actually been around since 1898, and it keeps a small enrollment number, generally around 180 students or so. After high school and as an adult, Charlotte moved to Rhode Island and became a mom to three children. She loved being a mom in every way. Charlotte was also known to be so kind, often giving money to the homeless and volunteering at local clothing drives. Her friends said she lived by the mantra do 20 good deeds a day. In 2022, Charlotte was living as a single mom in Warwick, Rhode Island. She lived a carefree life, a lifestyle that was funded by a man she had recently ended a relationship with, a married man at that. Charlotte enjoyed taking her poodle Chloe for walks and feeding the ducks, visiting local parks, and enjoyed frequenting local restaurants and shops. And everyone loved Charlotte for her kindness and what was described as her magnetic personality. She also enjoyed staying active and being fit. Charlotte also suffered from alopecia, an autoimmune disorder which causes hair loss, and because of this, Charlotte often wore wigs to cover her own sparse, short, brown hair. In May of 2022, Charlotte had begun possibly seeing or talking to another man in the area, a man by the name of Mark Perkins. Mark has somewhat of a history, and some have said that their relationship if you can call it that, was a little rocky. At the same time, her ex was also supporting her financially still. And while it seems an unconventional lifestyle, it was Charlotte's choice and her friends and family said she was happy and everyone was okay with it. The Disappearance On Thursday, May 19th, 2022, something strange happened. Chloe, Charlotte's beloved poodle, was found abandoned at Belmont Park. It's unclear who found her or how she was discovered, but since Charlotte would never abandon Chloe, alarm bells immediately went off. Belmont Park is about five miles from Charlotte's home. There is never any reason Chloe would be separated from Charlotte, so something was very, very wrong. Attempts to reach Charlotte now from her family and friends were also continuously unsuccessful. It would actually be Charlotte's ex, the married man, that called Warwick police and reported her officially missing. The police took the report right away and, by all accounts, took the case seriously from the beginning something we don't always see, especially in missing adult cases. So kudos to the Warwick Police Department for that. Although Chloe was found on May 19th, it was learned that no one had actually seen or heard from Charlotte since Monday, May 16th, a full three days earlier. Where had Charlotte been and how did Chloe get to Belmont Park? How long had Chloe even been there? It was also discovered that her pickup truck, a red 2006 Toyota Tacoma, was also missing. So the search for Charlotte now included the search for her missing vehicle, and alerts were issued. Charlotte Lester had vanished and left behind no clues. The Search. Where does one even begin to search for a missing person that has left behind zero clues? There is no trail to follow. There was no activity on Charlotte's bank accounts, and cell phone activity hasn't been disclosed to the public, although authorities must have that information, right? But police immediately began questioning several people and persons that could possibly be considered persons of interest. First, Charlotte's ex. Of course, he was a recent ex and the exes are always looked at, especially one that might have been seen as having a motive. He was married and he was supporting Charlotte financially. Perhaps he was tired of living that dual life. But he was cooperative and helpful and he was also the one that actually reported her as missing. Authorities and family don't believe he is involved in Charlotte's disappearance in any way. Then came the man that Charlotte was possibly talking to, a man by the name of Mark Perkins. Something would lead police to his home to investigate further, and a search warrant was issued for his house. While nothing specifically has come out to point at Mark Perkins as being responsible for her disappearance, law enforcement has not ruled him out either. And Mark has made no secret of the fact that he is not happy about that. On May 23rd, one week after Charlotte was last seen, and four days after Chloe, the poodle, had been found abandoned in Belmont Park, Charlotte's Toyota Tacoma pickup truck was located. It was parked in the parking lot of the Kent Hospital in Warwick. The hospital is just a few miles from Charlotte's home. And a quick check with the hospital found that there was no record of Charlotte being at the hospital for any reason during that time frame. A search of the truck and the wooded area next to it did turn up some articles of interest, according to law enforcement. What the items are, however, have not been made public, but one detective did say that they did appear to be related to her disappearance. What's also interesting is Mark Perkins' family also began questioning Mark, and two different stories would come out about whether he saw Charlotte on May 16th or or not. So why was Mark changing his story of when he last saw Charlotte? He told his family that he hadn't seen Charlotte in over a week leading up to her disappearance, but he told authorities otherwise. It was also discovered that Mark had recently bought a new mattress, and when pressed about this, he insisted that he bought the mattress a day before Charlotte went missing, and he had receipts to prove it. But did he? I haven't seen the actual receipt released, And I also wonder if he's talking about the day before she was last seen, possibly the day she went missing, May 16th, or the day she was actually reported as missing, May 19th. Mark also would go on to cut his long hair short right around the time Charlotte went missing, causing more people to wonder if his decision to do that was in any way related to her disappearance. It was unusual and he started wearing baseball caps everywhere he went. Mark's own family has said that they aren't 100% sure that Mark is innocent of doing anything to Charlotte. In August of 2022, a local radio host who had been covering Charlotte's disappearance was doing a Facebook live stream in front of Mark's house. And this escalated into an argument, which eventually became physical. In fact, Mark Perkins would shove a lawnmower at the radio host and Mark would be arrested for disorderly conduct, larceny, and vandalism. Mark had also taken the radio host's cell phone and put it in his home where it was later recovered. This radio host, John DePetro, has continued the coverage of Charlotte's case and has been a great resource to the family in keeping Charlotte's name and her story out there. According to his website, there were also letters found that Mark had allegedly written to Charlotte, indicating that he was falling in love with her. You can find photos of said letters, along with other photos and case information, over on John's website at dipetro.com. Understandably so, eyes continued to be focused on Mark Perkins. Charlotte's family has organized search parties across the state, focusing on the Warwick area, Cranston, and even Providence, hoping for any sign of her. The Pawtuxet River, which is a waterway that runs right alongside Belmont Park, was also searched in June of 2022 by law enforcement, family, and many volunteers. This was the park where Chloe the Poodle had been found so many wondered if something had happened to Charlotte there. Interestingly, as family and friends also put up missing person flyers around Warwick, someone was going behind them and tearing them down. I'll never understand why someone would do that. Even if you're guilty, you're just bringing more attention to yourself if you're caught tearing them down. I guess criminals aren't always the brightest, though. Sadly, there have been no additional sightings of Charlotte or any solid clues to lead to her whereabouts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line warwick rhode island warwick is a city in kent county rhode island Rhode Island is the smallest in size in the United States. It covers an area of 1,214 square miles. It is 48 miles north and south, and it's 37 miles from east to west. Warwick sits just south of Providence, Rhode Island, and on the banks of Greenwich Bay, which leads to the Atlantic Ocean. Warwick's population is just over 80,000 residents. Also notable about Warwick is that it is considered part of the greater Providence area and is only a few miles from Interstate 95 or I-95, a very heavily traveled highway that runs from Miami, Florida, all the way up to Maine at the Canadian border. This highway is a busy highway for commuting, traveling, and even human or drug trafficking. This highway also could be an easy and quick way in and out of the city and the state. Charlotte herself lived on Post Road. Specifically, her last known location was said to be the 3400 block of Post Road. Post Road is a two lane highway in most places, but it is a very busy road. Houses are pretty close together, and there are some small businesses scattered throughout. That area of Post Road is also within walking distance of Apenog Cove. According to the website on Apenog Cove, Apenog Cove is a large tidal cove with many areas to explore in a small boat, but don't expect wilderness because you are in the middle of Warwick. The house that belonged to Mark Perkins, the house that was searched and remains a focal point in the investigation for Charlotte, is located on Staples Avenue in Warwick. Staples Avenue is less than a mile from Post Road, so it would make sense that Charlotte might have been able to walk over to Mark's house. Staples Avenue is also within walking distance of the waterfront. Charlotte was last seen or heard from on May 16th, near her own home. It is believed that Mark possibly was on his way to go visit her at her place that evening. But it's unknown where she went from there, or how she even got there. Her dog was found across town, and her truck was found later parked at the hospital. It's a shame they couldn't find any surveillance footage to see who parked the truck there in that lot, and when they put it there. Warwick itself is ranked a 37 by NeighborhoodScout.com, meaning it is safer than 37% of other U.S. cities. However, within Rhode Island itself, it's considered one of the safest cities and best places to live. But of course, bad things can happen anywhere. Statistics don't really matter to the person and their family that is the victim of a crime. Warwick also brings in its fair share of tourists. It is known as one of the best shopping areas of Rhode Island, and it offers up 39 miles of coastline. Many consider Warwick the picture-perfect essence of a New England small town, with waterfront, dining, old historic homes and buildings, and even horseback riding on the beach. So where are we now? We have very few clues, or leads, at least that has been made public. The family has their opinion of what likely happened, and I must admit there are some sketchy facts surrounding this Mark Perkins, the one person of interest. But there is no concrete evidence and still no signs of Charlotte Lester. What do you think happened to Charlotte? Do you think there are enough signs pointing to Mark Perkins, or is he possibly a red herring? Charlotte Lester is described as a Caucasian female, standing around 5 foot 6 inches tall and weighing around 130 pounds when she was last seen in May of 2022. She has short brown hair and brown eyes, but she often wears wigs due to her alopecia. It is not known what clothing she might have been wearing. She was 44 years old when she was last seen and would today be 46. Anyone with any information is asked to call the Warwick Police Department at 401-468-4200. Despite the fact that there have been no arrests in her case and that she has not been found, Charlotte's family believes that Warwick Police Department has given this case their all They have fought for justice alongside the family and are doing everything they can. And it's so refreshing to hear that in a missing person's case. The family has set up a Facebook page, Help Us Find Charlotte. Please give them a follow and show your support to the family. They do try to post regular updates over there. And getting more exposure to her case and to that social media page is a numbers game. The more people that like and follow, the more Facebook itself will promote the page. They also encourage the hashtag JusticeForCharlotte on all other social media platforms. So let's share her story, her name, and let's keep the pressure on to find Charlotte. No matter what the outcome here, she needs to be brought home. For those also wondering, her dog Chloe was adopted into a loving home, and that update was shared on their Facebook page also. Charlotte loved Chloe to pieces, and I'm sure she'd be happy to know that she's being well taken care of. Authorities have said this is still a very active case and very far from going cold. They hope to solve it very soon, and they continue to push the public for leads and tips and answers. Thank you so much for listening to Charlotte's story today. This woman is so missed by so many people, and if someone out there has committed a crime, they need to be taken off the streets. There does need to be justice for Charlotte. I will be keeping a close eye on this case, as I do with all cases, but I really do feel this one might be very close to being resolved. Be sure you are following us over on the socials. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All those links will be in the show notes. If you're interested in a more visual look at the cases we cover, we also have a YouTube channel where we can share photos, maps, and any press conference clips if there are any. And that link will also be in the notes, or you can just search for the Where Are They podcast. If you do have any case suggestions for us, those hometown, those lesser known cases, the stories that need more media coverage, Please send them over via email to canwefindthem at gmail.com or via social media or on our website where you can also find all of our past episodes. Our website is wherearetheypodcast.com. Again, thank you all so, so much for listening to Charlotte's story today and the stories of all the missing persons we cover. Someone out there is likely to know something. We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing person's case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.